Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Pros. As always, I want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation on Twitter at Business Bros Pod and visit our website, csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to take action to help others make more money? And what can you do to take advantage of the information you find you, you hear today? <laughs> By scheduling your free coaching call today. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. Boom. Yeah, boom. I Always forgot. with the boom. Always with the boom because it Always sounds so cool in the mic. Boom. Boom. It does sound cool. <clears throat> All right. So <laughs> <laughs> let's start off with, uh, with some Twitter shout outs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I got one Twitter shout-out goes to at whatisgooding, and uh, this is just a shout-out. Thanks for following. We hit uh, over 50. We're on our way closer to, to getting getting closer to 100 followers. Ding, 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 ding. You so, are number 50. Right? I mean, it doesn't sound like much, but the, the ones that we do have, are constantly interacting and so that's a it's for us it's a uh, it's not an, a quantity it's a quality game so you know that's the thing about being part of the business bros network is we want to make sure that we're helping you reach goals that you want to reach and it's not just you know here's a like thank you very much oh i like a, it i like it it's a interaction thing right so uh so thanks uh thanks to at what is gooding the other one goes out to a previous shout out at Nino underscore Gabash. How do you say that? Gabashvili. Uh, Gabashvili. Gabashvili. Right. Well, anyway. All right. Let's just spell this. All right. It's at N I N O underscore G A B A S H V I L I. Now she continues to create amazing works of art that she keeps posting and you know initially when we had talked before on twitter it was, she was worried about selling and and for her i'm like look just need to continue to put your work out there the sales will come so we want to keep promoting her stuff she's got really cool really amazing pieces of uh work and if you want to check it out i mean you can go to our twitter page at business bros pod we've talked about her and retweeted her stuff and if you want to go directly to her to see her work at Nino underscore G-A-B-A-S-H-V-I-L-I. I really uh, do, for what it's worth, I really do love her digital art. Uh, she's got these uh, moving paintings is basically what it is. Oh, my gosh, and dude, it's, they're, they're it's nice. gorgeous. I love it. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. All right, what's our <clears> last <throat> shout-out here? Last shout-out goes to at uh, Danny Loctelis. It's at uh, D- Danny Loctelis. Telis. Yeah, D-A-N-I-L-O-K-T-E-L-E-S. And uh, I pushed him on a comment that he had in the past to get creating. Like, he wanted to make a YouTube video, but it was like sometime in the future at some point, maybe when I feel like it. 
And so I pushed him and I was like, dude, get it done. When are you going to get it done? And I thought he kind of ignored me after a while. But sure, lo, you know, lo and behold, he created his first video. He's got his, his YouTube channel set up and uh, he sent it back to me. And I'm so now I'm giving a shout out back to him on the on the podcast saying, dude, good job. Like, get out there and, and go do. His YouTube channel is Danilo Coffee Talk. So go ahead, check it out. I mean, he's got he's got his one video up there so far, but I know based on the conversation that we had on Twitter, he's he's going to continue to do more and more and get better and better at what it is he does. So, you know, thanks a lot for being a follower and go ahead, go check out his YouTube page. Show him some some, some support. I can't even say that. Show, show him, him some, some support. support. <laughs> and just to make it easy for everybody to show this man some love, we put the link to his very first video in the show notes. So go ahead and get in those show notes. Check it out. Click on that link. Find Danilo K. Tellis. I don't know exactly how to pronounce that, but Danilo K. Tellis, maybe? Maybe. Uh, so find him on YouTube. And while you're there, what else should they do, Nan? They should probably check out our YouTube page, Atsy uh, is first. And uh, while they're in the show notes, oh, scrolling all the way down. I get you where you're going. Yeah, uh-huh. if you're in the show notes, go ahead and click on the get your free coaching call because we want to make sure that you guys get the coaching help that you need to put you into action. You may not be the best at what it is that you're going to do, but you're only going to get better by actually doing and having somebody to hold you accountable to get those things done. So go to the show notes, check out uh, at Danilo uh, K. Tellis' uh, YouTube channel. Danilo Coffee Talks, and you can check out our stuff at CS First, like we previously mentioned, but make sure you schedule your free coaching call ASAP as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. So let's what jump into it. What do we say? If success is for me, schedule, schedule a coaching call for free. That's right. Oh, uh, hang on. Before we jump into the topic, before we jump into the topic, this episode comes out on Wednesday, November 21st, which is the day before Thanksgiving. I'm sorry to disappoint everybody. There won't be any episodes on Thanksgiving nah, or the weekend, you know, not until next Monday. Right. But for those of you that are listening, we're thankful for you. Absolutely. I'll we, tell you what we will probably do just to show our thanks and our gratitude. We will do a Facebook Live. I like it. So we will do a Facebook Live because we got Thanksgiving coming up. It's going to be something quick, something simple. Wishing you a thanks, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Be grateful for the time that you have with them. You know, be in the moment. Followed while you're by there. a Twitter Live. Followed by a Twitter Live. So, you know, we're not going to do the podcast for those two days. Going to take a little break for those uh, holiday weekends. But we'll do some t- some social media stuff. So, and Twitter. I do like I do like where you were going. Be in the moment, definitely, folks. You know, enjoy family time. This is a really important time. There are a lot of people out there, man. We got some pretty uh, tragic news today on, on on some people that we know. Uh, there are people who are going to be hurting this year, and we really got to take the time. You know, I know Gary V would say this, and I know uh, Lewis Howes, who I was listening to recently, would say this. Gratitude, man. Gratitude. This is the season of gratitude. Be grateful for the time that you have. Be grateful for the people around you. Tell them how much they mean to you because you never know when that might end. Exactly. It might be the last time you're talking to them. People get hit by buses all the time. Yep. Or cars or whatever. All right. So uh, on that note, today's topic, gangster rap and entrepreneurs. I wanted to say it with like a... <laughs> Gangster rap and entrepreneurs. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't got bars. Yeah, so. I don't got bars. <laughs> I do when I go to karaoke though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. Different. I don't rap at karaoke. Nah, you sing. I sing. It's a little bit different. I sing. Yeah, yeah a little All bit right, of look, country. This came about because um, 
I was uh, I was on a run and I was thinking about some stuff and listening to different uh, different podcasters and stuff. And so this kind of came to mind because when I was a kid, I used to listen to. I mean, I know it's probably not the best music to be listened to in, to be listening to as a kid, but I was a Easy E fan, Snoop Dogg, Tupac, Bone Thugs, Biggie, Jay Z, Eminem. I still listen to that kind of music today, right? And you know, when you think about it, what did you, when we were growing up, we'd see these guys on MTV or we'd see them, you know, well, pretty much on MTV because that's what was going on at the time, right? And we loved the fame, the fortune, the cars, the houses, the parties, the fans. I mean, we'd sing their songs. We'd dress like them. We'd even go out and like bike, buy fake rims for our car that they spent, <laughs> you know, thousands on. We go Spinners? And, yeah, spinning rims, right? We spend our youth, our time, and our money trying to be a lot like them, right? Mm-hmm. To, to me, that was the, the Joneses of our time. That's who we were trying to emulate. I mean, we were essentially groupies in one way or another because the marketing got smart after a while, and, and they used the attention that these guys had or these superstars had, and they used that attention to direct it to more than just selling albums, right? They sold clothes, they sold jewelry, they mm. sold shoes, they sold they sold uh, grills, <laughs> right? Grills, remember that? Yeah, oh, yep. my grills. Nelly's in that oh, list, right? My grills. <laughs> <laughs> so, but all these things, right? This is where That's the attention fantastic. was at, and and when the attention is uh, is pointed at something, they know how to steer it to something else, right? So that you can take it, you can buy these particular products and be more like those fans that you wanted to be, or the, more like the icons that you wanted to be you know you you said something just now that caught my ear you said they who are they 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 are the people in uh controlling the views they are the people who are saying mr artist if you put your name brand on this shirt we will mass produce this t-shirt or this logo for you so mr artist they are the marketing marketing people, people marketing salespeople they are the what the entrepreneurs they are who you know i don't exactly know if you want to define they i guess they is a little bit different and i i think i get into well, let's keep going with this conversation because they gets defined here in this conversation that we're having interesting all right let's move on all right so uh, so that was as a kid, right? We saw all these things and we spent a lot of our youth. I mean, I remember my first little Honda. We wanted to get, you know, rims for this thing and paint it a certain color huh. and go certain places because that was what was going on at the time, right? Now, music never really disappeared, right? We all know that no matter how old we get, we always are going to listen to what we call old school. That's right? true. It's I our still classic listen, stuff. Still listen to my uh, 90s alt rock. Right? And, and, and it used to be you know, hip and with it, and now it's old school. <laughs> so, right? <laughs> so what happens? So what happens? Look, look, the artist got older, right? And they kind of exited that party life, and, and essentially they grew up, right? Everybody Ooh. gets older over time. I like where this is going. Right? So with age, what happened to these guys? A lot of them started to diversify. In other words, they began to do something with the profits that they were making while they were in the music industry, right? Because right. every profitable individual does this. They invest, 
mm-hmm. right? Because they want to make maintain, right? So some invested in yes, became music labels, right? Others became brands. Others got into car dealerships. Others got into commercial and residential real estate. Some got into tech companies, right? They wanted to maintain the lifestyle that they had when they were just music icons, mm-hmm. and so they needed to become something. And what did they become? Entrepreneurs. They became, they became businessmen. Entrepreneurs. Yeah, they became so, businessmen. And so those icons became the they that we're talking about. Yes. Right? I, so they became entrepreneurs. Now, if you think about that, right? So so these guys are, are fame and fortune. They're I mean, these guys are gangster rap. They're doing what their party life is. And when we're young, we wanted to emulate exactly that. And we continue to follow their lead. Except we as normal people, we too got older we too started to have families and responsibilities that you know when we were younger video games and partying and that hip-hop culture it all kind of took a back seat because we had to go to work (laughs) and be responsible (laughs) adulting adulting right so but we still kind of we're still nostalgic in a way we still remember the good old days we wonder Mm. you know we kind of still listen to that music because it's our old school stuff right right and so we tend to look and and see you know what happened to those artists what are they up to these days and lo and behold what do we see the former gangster rap and hip-hop superstars becoming but business owners dr dre has beats Uh right we look at uh jay-z has clothing lines we look at i i heard somewhere and maybe i'll have to google this right now but i had heard that jay-z was worth like nearly a billion dollars right and it's not that he doesn't make music because man him and his wife are like superstar yeah. music 800, icons. 810 million according to forbes but it's not it's not just on music alone no they have multiple businesses out there yeah right and so a lot of those uh and real know, estate and, and real estate and 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 it's what they do it's what you do when you have money it's what we tell our real estate agents right we tell them why did you get into business in the first place and you got in there to make money but the problem is you didn't do what you're supposed to do with money which is to put it to work for you you ended mm-hmm. up blowing it trying to be like these people that we see in you know the keeping up with the joneses i i feel like a lot of times when we hear that saying keeping up with the joneses we always think of our neighbors or our local people but in our generation, I feel it was us trying to keep up with what we saw on TV, what we saw as flashy, what we saw as okay. cool, right? What people see today is like the Kardashians, for example. Well, I was going to say, I was going to even take it a step further. And I think that what people see today is what they see all over YouTube and YouTube and Twitter and, you know, all the different social media outlets. So that kind of influence, that kind of let me show you what I'm all about you know, that's so much easier to see now because with us, right, when we were kids, what did we see? The uh, cribs, right? MTV, MTV cribs, cribs. Yeah. right? But there's only so many episodes that MTV cribs can make yeah. in a season, right? right? There's only so many that they're going to make. But now with the internet, every rich kid out there can just say, hey, check out my crib. That's- and it's all there and every every you know channel that you want to find on that subject is there and it's available and you can quickly and easily google that right and but the problem is when when we were young and looking up we spent all our money trying to be that right trying to emulate that trying to look like that uh-huh. but not understanding what went into being that and then as we grew up right now we're looking at them and we see that they 
still have fame. They still have fortune. They have cars. They have fans. They still have parties just like they did before. Mm -hmm. It's just now they're doing it a whole different way. Yeah, I think they don't have to do as many concerts, right? Right. They don't have to sign as many uh, autographs afterwards. They don't have to. That part of the work is done. Uh, I love actually before we before we move on. Uh, in the Navy, uh, there was the work pyramid, right? Where when you first join the Navy, you're at the bottom end of the pyramid, right? You're at the bottom end. And you're carrying the biggest load. You're doing the most work. But as you get older, as you move up in rank, the uh, pyramid starts to go down, right? Yeah, so, so the amount of actual physical labor that you work decreases, decreases. as you reach the, however, the pyramid. However, there's an opposite period, a pyramid as well, right? And it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. So when you're down at the bottom and you're doing all this physical work and all you this zero labor, responsibility. you have zero responsibility. But once you get up towards the top... The weight of the world is on your shoulders, and that's what goes on with these businessmen, you know, former rappers made businessmen, where when they were out there rapping, I mean, not that they didn't have a, a ton on their shoulders, because they did, I mean, especially back in the 90s, right? Yeah. A lot of, lot of scary stuff going on back in those days. But now, it's not just, you know, let me keep myself alive, if you will, uh, and, and do all these amazing concerts and, and create all this amazing music. Now it's, I have all of these businesses, and I have a hundred a thousand thousands of people that depend on me to keep them working yeah it's a different weight it's a totally different weight so the as as we're growing up and as we see them doing these things i think what we start thinking is holy crap i still want that life but now i see a path that i can do that too it's different it's different like yeah. all of a sudden right we 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 think that Oh, I can be an entrepreneur too. And I think that's where the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial rock star era came from. Mm-hmm. I think it came from seeing these people that we idolize because of their music or because of their movies or because of their sports, right? And we've wanted to live the life that they lived. And now we're seeing those same people that we looked up to before, but we're seeing them in a different light. And we're seeing them in the business mindset that they're entrepreneurs and that they're making, they're having their money make money. And we think, I can do that too. Right. So this is where I'm making the comparison between the gangster rap and now the rock star entrepreneur. That's what I think I see today, right? And and the problem is we only see the successful ones. We only see the ones that uh, that are at the events like the red carpets or that are taking selfies with the fans or that have that random sighting at the airport or have the one million views on social, right? But the problem with only looking at the ones that are successful is that we end up falling prey to that easy button, right? Mm-hmm. And we start thinking to ourselves, if all if if I can go viral, if I can just get that one video to go viral, I'm set. Right. Like it's the lottery ticket to to doing whatever I want to do, right? But if you go back a few episodes, I don't know, about 20 or 30 episodes, we actually had an episode on how much will you make if you go viral on YouTube, right? But that's only one time. Yeah, if you go viral one time, that's it. You get some fame, sure. Maybe you can end up on Ellen. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Ellen Ellen loves her, her viral vids for she sure. Does. Yeah. You know? But uh you're not necessarily going to make a lifetime income from one viral video. Right. It takes so much more work than 
what people see, right? I mean, it's like it's, it's just the tip of the iceberg. What right. we don't see is all the time spent spent like perfecting a beat or mm-hmm. recording or writing or meet me, uh, with the meetings or the tapings or the production meetings, design meetings, the legal, the accounting, the marketing, the sales, social and web, and on and on and on. All these other things that are day to day operations that make the that million view video go viral that uh-huh. make the production as big as it is that makes these people the superstar right all we see is the selfie at the very end the red carpet treatment <laughs> but we're lacking on our you know what what got them there in the first place right the uh, guest spot on ellen right that's what we see <laughs> that's what we see but what about all the work that went into it you don't see that and and, and that's where people fall short when they want to become entrepreneurs right this is where where it's not about just making that million dollar video because mm-hmm. you still you know that that might that's like winning winning a lottery ticket there's right. so many people that post videos all day long every single day you know with all kinds of weird crazy stuff what makes yours different? What makes, how do you get there? And even even a more difficult question is, how do you do it consistently mm-hmm. and on a regular basis? That's the only right. way it's going to make it happen. I That's mean, th- where true business There are some from. people, there are some people who have definitely figured that out. You know, there are some people that have figured that out exactly how to become viral with almost every video that they make. It's amazing to me, some of those folks out there. Um, not that this is a, this is a tainted name now. But the PewDiePies of the world, right? The guys that just create content and, ha- content and have millions of views. It's it's really amazing to me. Um, but, you know, one of the things that you were saying was how people really want the easy button. They want to win the lottery and they don't understand all of the all of the work that it takes to really become rich and stay rich. Right. right? So that thing that we always say, if you want to get rich quick. Get rich slow. Get rich slow. Really? Because there's gonna there's so many lessons that you're going to learn along the way that are vital for you to stay rich once you get there. And, and the other thing is is I feel like many people are gonna make the same mistake twice. When they were younger, they were spending a lot of the money that they were earning on things to look like the people they wanted to be like. And now they're a little more grown up. They have more responsibilities and they're about to make the same mistake tr- twice. They're trying to appear like the Kardashians when they should be acting more like two broke girls. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, th- that's what they should be doing. They should be working hard and building a business on the side. That's not just throwing money at something and expecting it to have results just because you threw money at it. Right? That money could be well spent even if you put it in something more useful like a 401k as boring as it sounds unless you're doing something uh in a way that you can have predictable results that you have a system in place that you're investing in something with a projected outcome something that's profitable that's going to make you earn something on the way back right so some of the stuff that you that that we do right now is not necessarily something that we should be doing if we're trying to take the shortcut route Does that right. make sense yep I mean, if that stuff makes you happy, then, I mean, go get that stuff. I, I, I get it. If, if, a, if a Gucci purse is what you're after, then you know what? You should get that Gucci purse. Yeah. But there's a difference on how you're going to get it. And the mm-hmm. biggest difference is, is that you're buying things. You're buying something that we would call a fancy thing. A doodad. A doodad. Right. Well, well, okay. So here's the difference. When you see Kim Kardashian buying a nice luxury purse, 
We call it a luxury purse. Uh-huh. But when you go out and buy it, you call it something like, I want a nice thing. And there's a, there's a big, for me, there's a mm. big difference. Rich people buy luxuries. Poor people buy fancy things. Ah. Right? And and it's it's a difference because um, a rich person who buys that luxury is not working for that money and buying that luxury. The only time they buy that luxury is after their money earns money. Their money is buying that thing for them. Yeah. But, but people who struggle with money work hard and the money they work for buys that thing. Right. And there's a big misconception there. And that's one of those things that is going to, it's the mistake that we're going to make again in our youth. In our youth, we didn't realize what we were doing. We were just buying things. We work hard, we buy things. That's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. But as we got older, we have more responsibilities. So going out and buying those things with earned money doesn't make sense. Yet we do it all the time. That's really interesting. So uh, it kind of reminds me of going back to Grant Cardone where we talk about storing your money, right? You store your money and you do so to put that money to work. And once you have, once your money has made babies, if you yeah, will, once yeah. your money makes babies, then you can use the babies to buy those luxury items. I'm actually going way far back, man. Going back 15 years, I'm reminded of the seminar that we went to in Las Vegas way back with Chief Denny. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys that we were talking to is like, hey, man, I've been in the real estate game for whatever, 20 years, right? And one day my wife, she, she wanted a Corvette. And I was like, well, damn. All right, let's go buy a Corvette. So we went to the dealership. We bought a Corvette. The very next day, we went and bought a house. And that house paid for that Corvette. Yeah, I use that example all the time in class. I'm like, let's say you hit a lottery scratcher and you scratched off and you're getting $100,000. You want to buy that Corvette. How do you do it? Right? There's some people who are like, well, it's a $70,000 Corvette. Cool. Great. You're going to pay cash for it? Yeah, then I don't have a car payment. Okay, cool. And now that car's depreciated after five years. The value's gone. There's no way you're going to get any of that money back. It's right. just gone. What's another way? Well, I could put a down payment and finance it. Great. So now you got a monthly payment and you're going to pay it down. If you have no other income, it's still going to eat up your money plus interest. Mm -hmm. Great. So what's the third way to do it? Well, the best way to do it is to go find an asset that spits out the money that covers that monthly payment. Mm -hmm. You finance the car, but you spend your money on the asset. The asset pays for the vehicle. And then after five years or seven years, however long you financed it, you just get a pay raise. That's it. But you still maintain the asset and you have the luxury. It's how you look at the money that you have and what you're doing with it. Learn to earn a profit. That's being an entrepreneur. If you learn to be profitable, you are an entrepreneur. But that's only the first step. There's a lot of people in business that become very successful entrepreneurs because they are profitable and they have lavish lifestyles. But that lifestyle ends the moment they stop working Mm -hmm. because they don't understand that the very next step, this is where the rich become rich, is when they learn to have their money work for them. And that's called being an investor. Right, that's the difference. And if you understand that simple pro- that simple pattern, then you're going to win the game. I mean, seriously, it's that easy, right? The money you work for, if you're good, if you use the good chunk of it, like let's say you go to you you have your side hustle and your job. If your side hustle is funding 
all your investments and you're using that side hustle money to continuously work for you, you're going to get to rich fast. I mean, relatively quick. Mm -hmm. Right. And then if you can take the work that you the money that you earn at work, the money that you're exchanging your time for and you're not blowing that all away, you're actually, you know, living within your means and then taking a good chunk of that money and investing that, too. I mean, you're just accelerating the speed at which you're going to reach rich reach rich reach rich right <laughs> where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money look it's a basic math equation right time equals money and many people read that equation one way meaning that the more time they work the more money they make which is a true equation time equals money right but remember that the rich do things backwards we talked about it in the mubai episode right we don't always do the same thing the same way many people read the equation time equals money but the rich do things backwards they see the equation as money equals time and they know that the more money they make the more time they will have yeah i was gonna actually take it a step further and say uh time is more valuable than money Ooh. time is not equal to money Ooh. time is more valuable than money well, I, I use the equation because I know that it, that as one gets bigger, it's equal to the other, right? So I the more money I have, the more time I have, right? Right? Like two is equal to two, and five is equal to five, and a million is equal to a million. Mm-hmm. I just got more time for the more money I have because that's all money can really buy you is time. That's it. It's that's not. It. It, it, it can buy you a lot of other things, but then you're wasting the most valuable asset that you have, which is time. Right? It's the so, only one you can't get back. It's the only one you can't get back. So if you want to be like those that you admire, then you have to do what they do on a daily basis. And believe it or not, they work. They bust their butts. <laughs> they work and they mm-hmm. work and they work. If you they, think rich people don't work, except for maybe the Kardashians. Well, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just, even eh, I, I would even say they... I'm I mean, sure, I'm mom, sure that- mom Kardashian, that woman is like a beast mode. That, that woman works. I am positive that they do, but I will tell you that the portrayal is that they don't. Well, okay, they're really they're, they they put on a I good would say, social I would say, persona. I would say Mom Kardashian is the business mindset of that one. Uh huh. I can say that sh- I I would I don't know for sure, but I would be willing to say the only reason why her kids are successful is because of what she set up for them in uh-huh. the first place. Makes she sense. She created the business aspect of what they do. Mm-hmm. And is and and we'll see if the legacy continues afterwards. We shall see. But we shall see, right? So they work. They also earn while they learn. They don't think about, think about, think about, think about, and never get stuff done. Like our buddy uh, Danilo. Exactly. He's, he's gonna go. Earn, out, he's, he's gonna, gonna go earn while he learns. Yeah, he's doing right. They also seek help from people who've been in the business. They pay for quality. They pay for accountability, and they continue to work hard to reach out to all those people who are looking up to them they're not in it by themselves they know so right Mm -hmm. they've built people around them they've helped everybody around them come up as they're coming up so that when they need a connection it's there it's they're helping each other out they're being of service to those around them if you love music it's because that artist is being of service to you did you ever think of that (laughs) very nice very nice all right so look they're working hard and they're the ones that are iconic. They've inspired you because they've put in the work to speak to you. Right? So don't take any shortcuts. They do the work. You do the work. Simple. End of story. Well said. That was my uh, gangster rapping entrepreneurs. 
boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remember to follow us on Facebook at See Us First, especially if you want to hear from us during Thanksgiving break. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Business Bros Pod. But that's all I got for you guys today. Peace. Bye bye. And I'm out.